0: As we begin another day, we are back in the second chapter of Matthew, familiar words, three verses selected, which all have something in common. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. And verse 13, Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And again, verse 19, But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph. In Egypt. Herod had become a tool of the devil, just as surely as the serpent was a tool of the devil in the Garden of Eden. But why was Satan so intent on destroying this little child, this work of God? Simply because the devil hates the forgiveness which Christ would win for all mankind. Forgiveness robs Satan of his kingdom, of his claim on the human race as his followers, it robs him of his subjects. Forgiveness lays aside that weapon which Satan wants to hold over us. It restores us to the loving arms of of our Heavenly Father and leaves the everlasting darkness to the devil and his angels for whom it was intended. Yes, the devil hates Christ's forgiveness and would like to nip it in the bud. But God protects his tiny child and our salvation in a marvelous way. Both the wise men and Herod are trying to find Jesus. Both the wise men and Herod have the scriptures to guide them. But the Lord helps the wise men with a star leading to the very spot. And God hinders Herod by warning the wise men not to return to him. Then God intervenes again and sends his angel to Joseph in a dream. He tells Joseph to do something very inconvenient. Get up, take the child and his mother, and run to Egypt. Isn't that an amazing way for the maker of heaven and earth to protect his beloved son? Just one of his angels could destroy 185,000 troops at once. He could have stopped a hundred Herods, and all their soldiers in their tracks. And it was not so long before he did stop Herod forever. But here he comes to Joseph in a dream instead. Hurry, he whispers, run away. Herod will soon be looking for the child to destroy him. When we call upon our dear Heavenly Father, for help in this life. Very often his answer is amazing. He does not always answer with a thunderbolt from heaven, but with a word. He often helps us in such a way that the world may look on and misinterpret the whole thing. They will not see the hand of God, but a very normal chain of events You studied hard, you did all your assignments, and you learned something. They will not see that it was the Lord's blessing which brought you such benefits. And they will not see this child of Bethlehem as being mightier than Herod either, but simply fortunate to sneak away in the dead of night And they will see the parents that God provided for his son also as very ordinary. Not people of influence. Not people with a line of credit at the First National Bank of Jerusalem. Not even people who can organize an underground railroad to smuggle the child to safety. But people who, to finance a trip, have to depend on gifts from foreigners, strangers who had nothing in common with them except their adoration of the child. Look at the stepfather of our salvation, just a poor carpenter who would listen to the word of God when it came to him. With God's warning, the wise men, had been wiser than Herod with all his craft. With God's word, Joseph was mightier than Herod's men. He didn't wait to see the soldiers dust on the horizon. He arose the same night and packed and left for Egypt. Such was his listening to the word of God. And as long ago, the sin of another Joseph's brothers had brought the children of Israel to Egypt, so now the sin of Herod drives the promised child of Israel to Egypt. And as God's hand had brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, so also now the Lord's messenger again comes to Joseph after Herod is dead and brings the child with his parents back from Egypt. At every step of the way, this unlikely king is verified as being the promised one, the savior, the son of God, the way, the truth, and the life. In Europe, there are still cities, we're told, that bear the marks of the walls that surrounded them in the Middle Ages. Because of those walls, there are roads that curve and roads that come to a dead end. When a traveler once asked directions, he was given a way that sounded very complex. And when he asked if that were the best way, the reply came back, it is the only way. If you take the other way, you'll wind up right back here. We may perhaps think of other ways that God could have saved Jesus from Herod, other ways he could have ensured our salvation, other ways he could have helped us when we were in trouble. But in truth, there is only one way, his way. Joseph knew this, for God had worked this trust in his heart so that his coming and his going and his coming again, even the place of his residence where he would live, revolved around the word concerning the Christ. And his faith in God's word was not put to shame, nor will our trust in God's word ever be put to shame to shame. Amen. In the worship supplement, hymn 784.